Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 in Aerosmith. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Sorry, report. I got some gross science for later. Oh, my God. This is horrible. Gross science? Yeah. 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 That, you, uh, you... Thomas Dolby? Gross science. Ooh, that's a good idea. Let, yeah. let, let me make sure I get Just that uh, handy. Add, take off on gross. that. Yeah, yeah right. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of gross, the uh, Springfield Thunderbirds didn't do so hot last night mm. uh, in their first game in Springfield. <laughs> game three of the Calder Cup Finals. We'll talk to Tommy Cross about that after 8 o'clock this morning. Well, maybe I'm bad luck. You know, Dave's the good luck charm, uh, getting all the wins. I finally go to a game this season, and uh, they lose 4 nothing. Shut out. Skunk. So uh, we'll see what Tommy has to say about that. And there's other stuff, too. It's 536. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. Where do you... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552. And the doors. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. So high 70s for today. Mix of sun and clouds. Low 80s tomorrow. Mix of sun and clouds. For the weekend, low 90s. Hollywood Trash brought to you by Aquapump, an expert on an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, enjoy Brad Pitt while you can because retirement is apparently not that far off. No! In a new GQ interview, he says, quote, I consider myself on my last leg, the last semester or trimester. What is this section going to be, and how do I want to design that? Uh, whatever happens, it doesn't sound like Brad will ever not be involved in some type of creative endeavor. Uh, quote, I'm one of those creatures that speaks through art. I just uh, want to always make. If I'm not making, I'm dying in some way. You know, uh, he's only 58. Yeah. Still a young guy. Plenty of actors out there do the, some of their best work in their 60s. Yeah, I'm watching Jeff Bridges right now in something called The Old Man on FX. And yeah. does he play an old man? Yeah, and see, pretty good, go. too. Pretty of course good. he does. Yeah. yeah I, I, but everybody's got a different philosophy on what they want to do. Maybe he just doesn't want to do the acting thing anymore. Maybe he just wants to maybe direct. Ooh, Ooh there you go. Uh, yeah, he's uh, Brad will uh, be on the big screen again in August in the action flick Bullet Train, also starring Sandra Bullock. Aaron Taylor Johnson, Bad Bunny, mm-hmm. Joey King, and Zazie Beats. Who? Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats. He's That's also the daughter of Mr. and Mrs. Beats. Ah. He's also uh, producing several movies. So he's he's pretty active. I th- these Hollywood things make it sound like they're they're leaving Hollywood forever. Mm. That's not going to... No, that's that's not what he's doing. It's kind of like when Alec Baldwin says, I'm moving to Canada. I've had it with the United States of America. Okay. Well, the gun laws are more strict there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that turns them around to customs. Good luck, Alec. Uh, The Academy is giving Michael J. Fox the Gene Hersholt Humanitarian Award. They say his advocacy for Parkinson's research exemplifies the impact of one person in changing the future for millions. And he has Parkinson's. What's the odds of that? And laughter is the best medicine, I guess. See, yeah, he does. uh, He does make fun of himself in the Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. Did you see that one? Where (laughs) he's yes, I did. He uh, Larry David was accusing him of making too much noise, and and it turns out Michael J. Fox was actually wearing work boots in his apartment upstairs Mm -hmm. and purposely stomping on the floor. (laughs) 
with his shakiness uh, uh, to, to annoy Larry David. It was very funny. Uh, Jeff Wittek is suing fellow YouTuber Dave Dobrik. You know these people? No. I don't. Uh, over a stunt that went wrong two summers ago, Dobrik was using an excavator to swing Wittek around, and Wittek crashed right into the arm of the machine. He wants more than $10 million. Is this one of those uh, impractical jokers or ridiculousness or jackass kind of things, or no? Is it- it's something like, I think yeah. it's it's not the jack... The accident didn't mean to happen that right. way, but it's silly stuff yeah. like that, but not quite the jackass level of violence or whatever. All right. These, uh... These YouTubers, uh, you know, my kids watch some of this stuff, and I'm I'm watching these kids, and like these kids are already rich, like their parents are loaded, and that's how they get all this fancy equipment yeah. to make more videos. <laughs> and uh, you remember the kid a few years ago who decided, hey, let's see how many paper towel rolls we can throw into a swimming pool right. to see if it would suck up the water. It was like thousands <laughs> of dollars worth of toilet thousands paper. Thousands of dollars worth of, it was, I think it was bounty paper towels that he used. The quicker picker-upper. Yeah, and obviously it didn't work, mm. and then he wound up throwing away all of that because it was a waste. Was like, what a waste of paper towels. And then shortly after that, we were out of paper towels mm-hmm. and toilet paper. Right? And, and it was all like his that. fault. Uh, Junior wants a payloader for his birthday. Okay. And that's the thing. A lot of these kids get whatever they want. Right. Uh, Back to the Future is coming to Broadway next year. Perfect. (laughs) Way to stay in the great white way. Not much else is known, but you can sign up for ticket information now. Well, that was a pretty good uh, Huey Lewis tune, Back in Time. I suppose they could weave that into the... Yeah, but it's not really what you would call a Broadway show tune. No. What about uh, my mother is infatuated with me? They can write that. Then I don't think Huey Lewis sang that in the song. <laughs> what What is a Broadway tune? I mean, what defines a Broadway? Look at Look at Hamilton. Uh, look at Wicked. Look at Cats. I mean, traditional. Yeah, but, but, I mean, like, yeah, but Cats. I mean, that, that's that's meant for the stage. Yeah, but uh, again, look at those other ones I just mentioned. They weren't probably meant for the stage until there it was on the stage. I don't think there's any rules anymore for these kind of things. Uh, Dave, you mentioned Jackass. Steve-O is the first to admit that the early days of Jackass had a negative impact on children. But he no longer takes responsibility for copycat stunts gone wrong since the dawn of YouTube and shows like ridiculousness like we were just talking about those kids. Mm -hmm. Right. He's also like sober now. Yep. But he still does all this crazy stuff. Yeah, he'll still staple his nuts to a floor. but uh, Who, Who wouldn't? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. I uh, I walked in on him at the green room at the Hukilau, and he was uh, being serviced. Really? Yeah, making his own egg foo young in the back, if you know what really? I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Well, there's always good service at the Hukilau. Uh <laughs> I, I went back to tell him that we had about five minutes left until stage time, and when I opened the door, because you didn't really have to knock. It was kind of like an open <laughs> thing. Yeah, right. And then off to the side was this big sectional couch. Mm. And uh, there he is with two chicks, and one of them is, uh, you know. No kidding. And he's yeah. like, hey, what's up, bro? And I'm like, uh, we go on in five minutes. Okay, man, thanks for telling me. I'll be done by and, that time. And I and I, I had to quickly get out <laughs> because I didn't want to, like, stare. You don't want to stare. But I don't I'm, think you would have minded. 
I don't think he would have minded either, but that was just weird for me. Like, I didn't want to, like, sit there and watch that. Oh, I did want to sit there and watch it, but I kind of didn't. Is that part of his yeah. backstage rider? I want some Grey Goose vodka. I'll yeah. take some green M&Ms, and how about a BJ? And a I, stapler. Yeah. I guess so. I, it was just, uh, it was just, it's one of those, like, culture shocky things that you, you know. It's like you're, you accidentally saw too much. I, I saw way too much. And that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Trouble finding a new car? Leah Chrysler Jeep. Ta- the following takes place between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. It is 6.02 on Rock 102. We'll have highs in the high 70s today with a mixture of sun and clouds and just a 15% chance of rain. The weather is brought to you by Jay Smeagol Roofing. Visit jsmeagolroofing.com for more information. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Hockey, your Springfield Thunderbirds now trail the Chicago Wolves two games to one in the Calder Cup Finals. T-Birds losing 4-0 last night at the Mass Mutual Center. Games 4 and 5 tomorrow and Saturday at the Mass Mutual Center. You can go and support the team, and you can also watch them on TV. Cozy TV, one of the network's of Western Mass News, and you can watch it on Channel 3.8, on Comcast, Channels 293 and 1165, and on Charter, Channel 183. Game four of the Stanley Cup Finals last night going to Colorado as the Lanch beat Tampa Bay 3-2 in overtime, lightning up three games to one. They can close it out. Baseball, Red Sox over Detroit 6-2. Jeter Downs making his Major League Baseball debut. Three strikeouts. And by the way, he did get a message from Derek Jeter wishing him good luck against everybody but the Yankees. The Yankees last night beating Tampa Bay 5-4, Houston over the Mets 5-3, and the Valley Blue Sox home at the MAC tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. In the NFL, a couple of deaths in the Baltimore Ravens family. 26-year-old linebacker Jalen Ferguson. Investigators are not ruling out the possibility of an overdose. And the Goose. 55-year-old defensive lineman Tony Saragusa, who passed away in his sleep. And the Patriots are going back to the future. Steve just mentioned that in his Hollywood trash, and Bax has more on that straight ahead in his view from the couch on Rock 102. Hello. And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, great news, everybody. Remember the last time you spent entirely too much money buying New England Patriots memorabilia? Like that $300 Tom Brady jersey that you thought you could wear forever? Or that $150 Patriots sweatshirt that no longer fits? Those all seem like sound investments at the time. After all, who couldn't use a $300 shirt? And who couldn't use a replica jersey of a guy who decided to leave and win championships somewhere else? Well, great news, everybody, because after more than 10 years, the Patriots are bringing back not only their traditional red jerseys, they're also bringing back the Patriot helmet logo as well uh, sometime uh, next season. Yes, that's right. They're bringing back the old Pat Patriot stuff and making it new all over again. Forget about the costly increases of gasoline and food and medications and baby formula and housing and transportation. There's new officially licensed New England Patriot gear coming out next season. And despite the many supply chain issues that are destroying the very fabric of our sluggish economy, now would be the best time to start ordering your $300 throwback jerseys at the Patriots Pro Shop. According to reports, the Patriots are bringing back the old uniforms, but only for certain games 
during the regular season to make this announcement. The Patriots released an overly produced Back to the Future style video that posted it on Twitter, where Patriots fans often go to regularly find out how bad the economy is going. And yet, that won't stop a football fan from breaking the bank account wide open if it means completing the collection of officially licensed products. Listen, I like the Pat Patriot logo as much as the next guy, but I also have food to pay for. I got bills to pay. And while I would love to freshen up my NFL wardrobe, now is not the best time for me. Maybe your financial situation gives you that sort of freedom. Mine does not. For 300 bucks, I can buy 15 shirts at Walmart and almost feel good about myself. $300 for one shirt, and I start to wonder what I'm doing with my life. But hey, and of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Pull up Rocky's sales flyer in your phone or computer. Go ahead, do it right now. It's loaded with bargains like the Milwaukee M12 drill driver and impact driver combo for 100 bucks with your Ace Rewards card. What's on sale at Rocky's? It's always at your fingertips at Rockies.com. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rocky Springfield Classic Rock at 613 and Led Zeppelin. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. So we're going to have highs in the 70s today, highs in the low 80s tomorrow, and then Saturday and Sunday, highs in the low 90s. Pretty good weather for the next four days. Tommy Cross of the Springfield Thunderbirds will join us after uh, 8 o'clock this morning. We'll find out what the hell happened last night. Mm. Speaking of <clears throat> last night, uh, I went to the game. Did you? Congrats. Yeah. Hey, how about you? Look at you with the. You go with the kids? Yeah, I did. I took the took the girls with me, and mm. uh, we had a good old time. We we went to MGM to park. Oh, and I love to gamble. Oh yeah, and my buddy was playing some slots. Uh, <laughs> didn't, lost thirty bucks, which was crazy. Yeah, that that'll that'll teach her. That'll yeah, that'll come out of her, her allowance. Yeah, now you got more chores to do around the house, kid. Mm. But uh, no, we parked at MGM, and I the mindset was like, let me see if we can find some place to eat. And then and we got there about five thirty or so. Mm. And uh, let me say, I said, let me see if we can find some place to eat. <clears throat> and um, that's weird because you know we were supposed to have uh, dinner reserv- We had dinner reservations last night at Jackalope. Oh, wait till I tell you where I went. But our but our plans changed. We went up not going. Where'd you go? Jackalope. Uh, well, I'll tell you. We went out of the MGM garage yeah. and through MGM because you can take under twenty one kids through that little corridor right. there. And uh, we walked over to Red Rose. And uh, Red Rose was slamming. Of course, because Dave Portnoy. No, because it's no. Red, no, Red because Rose. Because Red Rose <laughs> Nothing pizza. to do with Portnoy. Know, yeah. He'd be busy I'm, at any night. I'm yeah, kidding. they don't need a cokehead to tell them that the pizza is good in order for people to go there. Well, at this least place he, was going to be busy anyway. At least he pronounced their name correctly. He did. And the name of the town. And anyway, uh, we go in there, and, I, and I, of course, I walk up uh, like thinking, oh, this can't be that bad. And and the lady's like forty five minutes at least, you know, because and there's a ton of people waiting in there. Right. And uh, I look at the kids. I'm like, do you really want to wait forty five minutes? And nothing against Red Rose, but I we just didn't have the time to do that. And uh, they said no. And then I walk. We walked outside with the little restaurant thing first. Yeah. Just to see. And then as we're standing there, they're like, no, we don't really want to wait this long. And as I'm standing there, this. Very inebriated woman uh, walks up with her friend, and she's like, "Oh my God, is there a line?" And I go, "Yeah," and I said, "Yeah, actually, they just told me it's going to be about forty-five minutes." And she's like, "I'm not waiting forty-five minutes," and then proceeds to walk in the door. And then I said, "Well, let me bring this back because I'm not going to use this thing." Sure. So I follow her in there. And she's almost like arguing with with the the hostess as if 
she's somehow more important than everybody else's. She's going to get a table faster than than any of these people standing here waiting for the delicious food of Red Rose, right? <laughs> it's like the biggest restaurant in town. Yeah. If they're packed, you're not getting a yeah, table. Yeah, well, yeah. And I love how she announced it to you. I'm not waiting well, for be- it. Well, <laughs> because I said to her, yeah. I said it, they said it's about 45 minutes, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but you know, she's got that arrogance yeah. to her because she's mm-hmm. clearly had a few martinis over at MGM <laughs> before she came over here. Yes. And then uh, and then uh, I gave the, the thing back, and she's still arguing with the hostess, and I walk out, and I'm standing there with the kids, and then she walks out, and I said, see, I told you. And she goes, yeah. <laughs> so we walked uh, down the street, down uh, Main Street, and uh, they're really, I mean, it was too late to sit down anywhere to have a dinner, you yeah. know, to, and, and, you, and, and the good news is all the restaurants were packed, mm-hmm. right? The only one that wasn't uh, was, uh, you said you wanted to go to Jackalope? Yeah. <laughs> I went to the best in town. Really? Kennedy Fried Chicken. Whoa. Shut up. You really? got, you got wow. in there. Wow. I got in did, there. Did you have, a, did you, you didn't need a reservation? No. We walked right up to the counter and uh, ordered, I had, uh, I had a couple of pieces of fried chicken. And uh, the kids had some fries and a piece of pizza. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty good. Listen, for all, any time, that was the first time I actually had been in that place. <laughs> I had driven by it a million times. And I and I was saying to myself, I don't know. Like, it just doesn't, like, really kind of look like a place I would want to go into. Mm-hmm. But, but it was actually pretty damn good. Really? So good on the uh, the folks at the Kennedy Fried Chicken. Let me All tell right. you something. Uh, you make good fried chicken? That's a that's like an art form right there. Well, I was, making, I have I have never been kind of like you with have these preconceived yeah. notions of do I want to go to every spot in Springfield? No, but you know, if you're telling me that Kennedy Fried Chicken is making a superior product, I'm going to have to second guess my thoughts. Well, and they charge you like you can like they have like buckets of chicken you can order, but mm-hmm. then they have like like I ordered two pieces of chicken and it says, you know, it's like a dollar 85 for a wing and uh, I think it was like three something for a breast. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, you know, so it's different tiers of how much you'd pay for this food. And uh, so I got a I got a breast and a thigh. Hey All now. right. Sir. But did you get some chicken too? Oh no, I got a greasy box with it though. Yeah, you're talking. And you know, Bax, you're right. You know, good fried chicken is hard to come by, and especially these days, it's been bastardized with chicken nuggets and chicken fingers for so many years. You know, good old fashioned fried chicken. Pretty yeah. Good. So, uh, so did you did you sit down on the place? Did they have to <laughs> so, places to sit? So they have. I don't know if it was, it was like a COVID thing. But all the tables were stacked up on top of each other, like upside down. Right. So there was no place to sit. And I said to the guy behind the counter, I'm like, is there like a bench around? Like, I'm just wondering if there's like a, I, I know I could walk to Court Square and probably sit in one of the benches sure. out there. But I was like, is, it, is there like a bench around the corner? I'm just asking. <laughs> and he goes, no. And he goes, no. Um, he's like, you know, what? I'll take a table down for you. So the guy came out. And he uh, he made a table for no us, kidding. which was oh. very. I thought it was very nice of him to do so. What a, so what we, a wonderful uh, what a wonderful experience. He's going to get fried chicken. It's going to get return business on that. Absolutely right. 
Well, look, he's already getting advertising for with the greatest fried chicken in Springfield going on. Right Let's now. listen to you try to butter this guy up. You're oh. looking for extra, extra fried yeah. extra pieces, aren't you? I'm looking for an extra bucket. Yeah, no kidding. So yeah. did you just get the, what kind of sides did you get? Do you get any sides? No, I just, I, I, I'm not really not doing the whole heavy carb thing, so I just needed some some protein with a little bit of carbs in right. it, and uh, so I, I, I ate that. I was satisfied with that. The kids were satisfied with their stuff, and then uh, we headed on over to the Mass Mutual Center, where... I uh, looked at the, the tickets that I had, and I said, okay, we're sitting in this row in this section, and then uh, we go up to that section, and, you know, it's probably about 40 minutes before game time. Okay. You, know, you still got 40 minutes to go, mm -hmm. but you can get to see, you know, the teams come out, they do the little drills, and then, uh, mm -hmm. you know, everybody boos when Chicago comes out, like, right. boo, you know, sure. that kind of thing. And then they had the towels, they were giving everybody the towels so you could whip the towels around mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And uh, so we were enjoying that. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, the seats start filling up. And uh, there was this one particular gentleman who um, not only was uh, somewhat inebriated. Yes. But I believe he was also maybe high, too. He smelled like a giant uh, burnt joint. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it was like... and and. Ever since I took my kids to the Grand Canyon last year, right. we stayed in Vegas. We, we we went to Vegas as the point to go to the Grand Canyon. Well, we also walked around Vegas uh, several times in the morning, in the daytime, and you could smell nothing but marijuana, to which last night, uh, Champ says, it smells like Vegas in here. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and, and then this guy's being loud. He's be I can't stand people like that. What? What was Tommy Cross doing up in the stands? It wasn't Tommy Cross. It wrong wasn't guy. Tommy Cross. This was the guy who was in no athletic shape to be any sort of player of a game. Uh, he's 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 making fun of other patrons. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, talking about the weight of another man that was that walked by, and mm. you know, and not uh, doing it subtly either. Was no, no, he was very loud about it, right. and uh, I'm surprised the guy didn't hear him. Uh, not that not that subtlety should make a real big difference of being inappropriate. He was just like, oh, my God, you see the size of that guy? Jeez. Mm. And I'm like, well, I got to sit <laughs> next to this the whole time? <laughs> well, I didn't because about 10 minutes after the game started, this uh, this pregnant woman and her husband show up, right? Yeah. And uh, she's uh, looking for her seats. and uh, he's, he's in their seat. I'm in their seat. Come oh, on. Right? And I'm like ready to throw some smack down on this pregnant lady. I'm like, listen, bitch, you ain't coming to my seat. You know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then I realize I'm looking at the ticket, and then there's a lady behind me goes, uh, you're in section 30. You should be over one more over there. Mm. I was in the right wow. row in the right wrong, seats. Wrong, wrong section. Wrong section. It could happen. But the air became so much clearer because we didn't have to smell burnt weed guy. Mm. So I uh, I apologized profusely to these people. I said I'm an idiot. I said I I'm looking at the numbers above me now, and I said mm -hmm. okay, well this is section thirty, not thirty one. Right. So then we go sit down. We find the actual seats. I talked to the you know one of the uh, pages there, and I said, could you tell me where this one is? And then she said, yeah, it's right up here. You're actually those those seats there. So we go, and the whole row is almost empty, which was kind of strange that's weird but then there was shoes and like clothes and stuff under the three seats that we had hmm. so i said to the girl i said you know what just sit in these three at the end and we'll wait to see who comes 
and say, you, you know, you left your stuff here. And then this woman was like giving me the stink eye. And then she gets up and she's like, there's people sitting here. And I'm thinking, did mm. I just do this again? Did I just go to the wrong <laughs> the wrong row? Right. Mm. And I, no, I, 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 di- I wasn't in the wrong row. I was actually in the right seats. And I said to her, I said, yeah, but those are our seats and there's stuff there. And she has a mask on. So I can't understand what <laughs> she's saying because every, they got a, how many thousands of people? Well, 11,000 people in that place? What was it? How many uh, like uh, 6,800 people. Six, I'm sorry. I overstated. It's my, all right. 6,800 people screaming. You know, over the Thunderbirds, I can't hear what she's saying. And I'm like, whatever. I'm like, I got the ticket. Well, after the first period, there was a like some kind of dance troupe or something that was performing. There were kids. They were like, you know, 11 and 12 years old. Very talented kids. It had nothing to do with the performance. Right. They were sitting there in those seats, but they didn't have tickets for those seats because their seats were actually kind of speckled within the rows oh i see so, so they there want to was put like, them all together so we had seats four five and six and then seven and eight were empty but and one two and three were empty so it, it was like i don't understand how the ticket thing is distributed or, or whatever how right. they how they do that but you know this woman was upset and was like giving me the stink guy, and I believe she was probably trying to post something on social media about me too. I don't know what that was all about. Like this, this a hole won't move. And uh, then all of a sudden, at at the end of this performance, the second period starts, and then all these girls come up to this row, and then we have to move down now to the actual seats that we're in. But there's all this stuff there. It was all their like sweatshirts and yeah. their shoes and you know. Well, that makes sense because very rarely do you see people walking around the Mass Mutual Center barefoot. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I wouldn't do it. And uh, and then I'm like, well, I'm not moving. Like I'm I'm staying in these seats that we have. Well, then they highlight the dance troupe by shining the spotlight. And who's sitting right in the uh, thing but me? It's you. Yeah, All right. it's me. It's me. How about that? And then I hear another lady go, oh, my mom just said we were on TV. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> uh, wow, very interesting. Congrats. And uh, But let me, I got to tell you, it's it's really good to see for the city of Springfield. Like, to see all of people, to mm-hmm. see all those people out there having a good time in downtown Springfield. I don't think I've ever seen it that busy. That's awesome. I mean, that, that, yeah, it's it's great. It's, it's too bad. They didn't win last night, but still, yeah, listen, whether they win or not, they still, the team is still doing a service to this community by bringing all these people in there. Mm -hmm. So even if they become the Buffalo bills of Springfield, we'll still at least have hockey in June. And when you're playing hockey in June, that's a good day. It's 627 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Imagine a job where every day is an opportunity to collaborate and contribute, helping to make products that make a difference. Eppendorf is a leading life sciences company seeking motivated individuals to join our manufacturing team in Enfield. Enjoy a competitive rewards package, including health, financial, and education benefits. No experience necessary. If you're ready to work, we're ready to train you. Launch your career at Eppendorf. Apply today at corporate.eppendorf.com. 
Munson Savings Bank is your bank for business. Businesses of all sizes trust in Munson Savings for their lending and banking needs because they listen to their customers, provide great service, plus all business lending decisions are made local and fast. Whether you need a business loan, deposit products, or help with cash management services, Munson Savings Bank has the business lending capability and know-how to help your business thrive. Visit us online at munsonsavings.bank or contact our commercial team today. Munson Savings Bank, your bank for business. Member FDIC, member DIF. The GT Radial Max Tour LX Tire, engineered and most popular sizes made in the U.S. for all-season performance, superior wet braking, and a smooth, quiet ride. Max Tour LX comes with a 70,000-mile treadwear warranty, road hazard, and 24-7 roadside assistance. GT Radial Max Tour LX. For road trips, night outs, for every experience, for all seasons. Visit PeachTire.com or go see them in Northampton, Orange, and Gardner for all your passenger and light truck tire needs. The Leah Hyundai Benfield buyback event is on. Leah Hyundai wants your car, leased or owned. We want it and we'll pay you top dollar for it. Stuck in a lease you no longer want or need? Well, trade it in and get paid with Leah Hyundai at Enfield. And while you're there, check out the new 2022 Hyundai Santa Fe, backed with America's best warranty, 10 years, 100,000 miles, along with Hyundai Owner Assurance. Now is the time. Your vehicle will never be worth more. Cash in with Leah Hyundai of Enfield. Exit 48 off 91 or LeahHyundaiEventfield.com. We do it. It's 629 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Yeah, we're going to have good weather pretty much from now through the weekend with the very little chance of rain and escalating temperatures from the high 70s today into the 90s for Saturday and Sunday. And now it is time for Today I Learned with back Steve and Dave. You learned that uh, Kennedy fried chicken is damn fine chicken. You know what, Bax? That was my today I learned. Oh, I, no, I, no, no, I no, no, mean, no, 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 no. I didn't mean to you know, put words in your mouth or fried chicken. Kennedy fried chicken. You know how they kill those chickens? Mm. They let them drive around on a convertible, and then they shoot them in the back of the head, and then they... <laughs> in the throat. I'm sorry. They threw them in the throat, and then they... <laughs> they, were, yeah. they were slaughtered from the grassy knoll. Well, it was, uh, it was the, the Oswald Chicken Company. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, today I learned that the movie Misery, one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, when Kathy Bates hobbles James Caan with the sledgehammer, yep. yeah. the scene was deliberately downgraded. She was actually supposed to chop off his foot with an axe, then cauterize the room, uh, the wound with a propane torch. Oh, that would have been good. Why would you cut something like that out? Yeah. The directors thought, mm, it's a little too much. A little too much? The whole movie was about this crazy bitch. Dude, I think hobbling James Caan with a sledgehammer was too much. Yeah, but... Yeah, that, to, that, that, I mean, that, that still wince when I think about yeah, that. Yeah, but... But but to cut it off yeah. and then quarterize it with a torch, that would be that would be one hell of a horror movie. That yeah. would make her seem crazy. That yeah, was yeah. a cringeworthy scene though with the hobbling. <laughs> it was disgusting. Uh, it was like, yeah. Oh god. No. The other one that really got me, did you ever see American History X with Edward Norton? Oh yeah. It does yeah. one of those curb, curb ugh, the curb god, stop. I, I couldn't right? watch that. I right? couldn't watch it. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. So well there you go. Kathy Bates uh, could have been much more crazier than she is. And that is Today I Learned with Matt, Steve, and Dave on Rock 102. Coming up next, an arrest in Springfield with a guy, a long list of things going wrong straight ahead on Rock 102.
The Free Music Friday Concert Series returns to MGM Springfield now through September 2nd. You'll see local bands playing on the MGM Plaza in Springfield South End every Friday night from 7.30 to 9.00. Bands like Back in Black and Aquanet and Unforgettable Fire, Trailer Trash. Go to MGM Springfield slash entertainment to check out the full lineup. You'll also have local brewer White Lion Brewing on hand and local food trucks like Hot Oven Cookies, North Elm Butcher Block, La Mesa, Sun Kim Bop, and Holy Okamas. This week, it's classic R&B, funk, and reggae from La Mix. Go see live music under the stars only at MGM Springfield, your entertainment destination. Mafre Insurance is made for the open road and the daily grind. From the first days of school to making summer last. For rainy days, Sundays, and move-in day, Mafre Insurance offers auto, home, and business coverage made for the moments that matter most. So you can focus on what's in front of you, and they'll take care of the rest. Mafre Insurance, made for real life. Talk to your trusted independent agent or get a quote at getmapfre.com. Leotoda Wilbraham, fuel rates and rebates. Leotoda Wilbraham has truckloads of new Toyotas arriving daily. Take advantage of rates as low as 1.75%, rebates up to $1,500, and fuel mileage exceeding 50 miles per gallon. And every new Toyota comes with a two-year complimentary maintenance package. Check out our easy-to-navigate website where instant credit approval is only a click away. Everyone drives at Leah Toyota Wilbraham, 2145 Boston Road, or 24-7 at LeahToyotaWilbraham.com. EJS Roofing and Contractor, all your roofing needs. Skilled, trained, and certified installers guarantee asphalt shingles, metal, copper roofs, and now offering 50-year warranty GAF roofing. For quality satisfaction, call 413-388-9224. Cumberland Farms is the place to go for 99-cent drinks. Coffee, 99 cents. Your favorite fountain drinks, 99 cents. Hyperfreeze, 99 cents. Iced coffee, 99 cents. All this and more for only 99 cents. Any size at Cumberland Farms. Plus applicable tax. 633. We're back, Steve and Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Old School Harley Davidson. Stop by their tent event today through Sunday. Uh, with hundreds of new and pre-owned Harley-Davidson motorcycles. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So, Charlie Baker and President Biden on the same page, sort of. The Massachusetts governor yesterday urging the legislature to act on his sweeping tax relief proposal. And he talked about President Biden. The outgoing Republican governor for months has called on Beacon Hill leaders to pursue his tax cut package designed to help some of Massachusetts' most vulnerable residents. And he's also pushing for the gas tax relief, something that President Biden talked about yesterday. Baker, yesterday afternoon, uh, citing the president and his gas tax relief idea, and it came just hours after Biden made a similar demand of Congress. So there you go. We're going to have the gas tax, maybe, here in the state of Massachusetts, lifted or relieved by the time the July 4th holiday comes around. Now, um, my understanding is that this gas tax relief thing mm. is going to last three months. Yeah. So uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think that should save everybody at least $15. Okay. Yeah, because I think they were saying yesterday when we talked about two to three bucks a week. I don't know if that... Yeah, well, I mean, works with your math or not? Yeah, but either well, way, no, believe me, my math is very faulty. But nevertheless, yeah. it's like <sighs> this is all optics. Mm. It's it's not even like uh, I mean, it's not even a practical solution here right. because it's not it's not just about the taxation. Mm-hmm. It's about the economy, right. uh, kind of in the crapper. 
you know, you 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 it's going to make people feel okay for like a half second when you until you realize hey you know what it's still costing me an arm and a leg to drive my car how much is the gas tax it varies it, from state to state right, obviously but, but they're also talking about the federal gas tax isn't that what this whole biden thing was yep. it's not just all the states so right. then right how much that's what i'd like to know what the difference is? I think there's like eighteen cents, maybe something like that. Yeah, it's it, eight, eighteen cents would be the uh, the savings from the federal gas tax, right? But I'm not sure what the, uh, the the Massachusetts one is anymore. But I just don't, I, you know, I, I just don't 24 think twenty four cents a gallon here in go. Massachusetts. So if you had twenty four plus eighteen, is well, that I don't know that I don't know that you'd get the plus there. I'm not sure about that. I don't know. That I that's thought that's the, exactly what you were saying. Uh, I'm not sure. They scale, I, I, if they scale back yeah. both, that would suggest that you would save all of that. You would hope. But even still, it's like the the gas price is still inflated. Mm-hmm. It's still affecting other aspects of the economy. So even if you lower the gas tax of that, you're not really addressing all the other things that you're paying extra for, like food and and uh, right. you know, medication and transportation and shipping. Mm-hmm. You know, all those things that are now being affected by this economy, you're only dealing with a certain segment of it, and you're not really changing the cost of gasoline. You're just changing the the taxation of it and even that's temporary you may use extra gas if you're driving along route 20 we talked about this on a recent show about the road diet going on especially in westfield and west springfield and those areas on route 20 and i know steve you have to travel that a lot right i do and then i'm uh i'm driving through west springfield the other day and where that portion of route five where they're talking about where they made it the road diet Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's the part with it's the North End Bridge Rotary all the way down to the McDonald's. Okay, but it's only in in the direction of going south from the McDonald's to to the uh, to the Rotary. It re- it basically just reduces it to one lane, and then it, there's like a shoulder. It's a the lane is being used as a shoulder now, a mm-hmm. giant shoulder with all these cones there. Mm-hmm. That's the road diet to reduce the traffic. All it's doing is creating more traffic. So I get that you want to reduce the speed, and that's exactly what they're trying to do here in Westfield. Westfield, it's that stretch between that Little George's restaurant right. and uh, Walmart or East Mountain Road. It's it's like gotcha. it's, it's that stretch. <clears throat> if you reduce that to one lane, forget about taking Route 20 during rush hour. Forget about it. It's it's already busy enough as it is. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not uh, I'm not a big fan of this stuff. Like yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you know, you're not you're not talking about you know you know, you know poorly traveled roads or you know you know not a lot of traffic. These are high traffic areas. Yeah, both of them. I and I understand that they want to reduce the amount of traffic accidents because there's been so many accidents on that stretch, and that's why they did it on Route Five in West Springfield was because people were. You know, there's people's front yards on Route 5 in West Springfield. Like, I don't know. I I wouldn't be able to live like that with traffic going by my house at, you know, 50, 60 miles an hour yeah. and trying to get out of your driveway. I understand why they did it there. But in Westfield, it's that stretch where there's nothing on either side of the road. You got train tracks on one side and you got the river on the other. And it's this, like, probably miles, mile and a half stretch that you're going to reduce that to one lane, yeah. uh, why don't you just put more cops out there and some speed traps? Because that'd probably be even more expensive. 
I just don't like the phrase road diet. I don't know how that came about. Obviously something to, you know, appease the general public and maybe appeal to their sensibilities. It's a lane reduction. It's a road, according to this, rechannelization or a road conversion. I don't think we need the phrase road diet. Because some dipstick at the mass DOT said, hey, you know what? Mm. Let's uh, let's fluffen this up a little bit. Oh, I think call they, it a road diet I, instead of a lane closure. They stole it from some other state. It's been used for a couple of years yeah, now. But, I mean, it is, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy who didn't, I guess, would have had a problem with this road diet, and would, he probably would have gotten caught earlier by the Springfield Police Department. It happened at a traffic stop where Alexander Santiago was caught and is facing several charges. Listen to this. Detectives recovering a large-capacity firearm loaded with 17 rounds of ammo, approximately 100 bags of heroin, with a possible mixture of fentanyl, seven oxycodone pills, more than 12 grams of cocaine, and a loose round of ammunition, and also more than $1,000 in cash. Damn. Yeah. Now, where's the part where we start yelling out five golden rings? Mm, Right? So, Mr. Santiago is... Facing several charges, by the way, thanks to the Springfield police for making that arrest. 17 bullets in the gun. Yes, 17 rounds of ammunition. I don't know if that, I don't know, is, is that, does that mean bullets or is that even more than that if it's a semi automatic weapon? I don't uh, know. From, I, I from don't know. what I remember of my firearms training yes. by uh, <clears throat> Warren G and Nate Dog. Yeah. Uh, 16 in the clip and one in the hole. Nate Dog is about to make some bodies turn cold. Now they drop it in yun, it's a tad bit late. They dog the Warren G had to regulate. Well, see, there you go. I believe uh, that's exactly what uh, is going on here. Hey, we had a suspicious package near the Roderick Ireland courthouse. You mean, nothing suspicious about the building. No. no. But just the package that's outside. Yeah, uh, Mass State Police reporting uh, a call came in about the package around 1030 yesterday morning. And, of course, they, you know, went down there and took all the precautions. The x-ray showed the package was empty, and crews were able to clear the scene. Operations returned to normal at the courthouse a short time later. You know what's the most suspicious about this? Mm. It looks like a, like a white uh, suitcase. Who buys white luggage? Wouldn't that just get filthy well, right away? Well, maybe that, to me, that's that's suspicious. I'm traveling today down to see my folks. I'm flying. I got a white suitcase. Cause you it sta- do, because it stands out from the other. No, I don't. Have- yeah, right, <laughs> but so I can I see, I can, I can see, see where it's- right through your BS <laughs> there over uh, there, Dave Combs. What what do you do to distinct to make your bag uh, um, distinct from all the other bags? I don't check it. I've got a duffel bag with my clothes. I'm t- I'm carrying it on. I don't I don't deal with the. I you know I make it quicker right through the thing. You ever- duffel bag? What are you like a hitchhiker? Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you stick your thumb out at the pilot and said, "Hey, can you give me a ride down to Florida?" It's you like, know what he is? He's yeah. a drifter. I That's what he is. He's like the wanderer. <laughs> I, it's a gym bag. I got a gym bag. That's what. How I many take. days are you going? Weekend. Oh, oh just the week. So two days. Two and a half. Back on Saturday. Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Flying out today, flying back Sunday. Do you own luggage or yeah. you do? Yeah. So this is just a choice. You're going to downsize what you're packing. Well, well going to Florida, what do you need down there? A couple of pairs of shorts, a few shirts, and I'm wearing yeah. my, my pants. I, listen, I'm with him. I'm with Dave on this one. I, I, If I didn't have children to travel with and all that stuff, I would carry the minimal mm-hmm. of what I'm doing. You know, if I'm going to Florida for three days, he's absolutely right. You only take a couple of pairs of shorts and a shirt with you. Right. You know, I went to Long Island uh, last was it last Friday, whatever it was, went to, for this uh, that convention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I packed a full uh, suitcase because I had a, a sports coat, yeah. an extra pair of shoes. A white sport coat? Uh, no, it was like a tan one. It's actually a, uh, very nice. With a pink carnation? Uh, I did not have any carnation mm. on it. I did not uh, adorn it with any kind of accoutrements or accessories. And how much of the uh, what you packed did you use down there? Every single bit of it. You had a brown sport coat and a uh, carnation instant breakfast package. You see, I like to do. Uh, I like to treat uh, you know every convention like uh, you know, like it's a Broadway show. I'm doing uh, I'm doing costume changes three, four, five times a day. All right. I got yeah. my daytime. I got my daytime wear. My evening wear, my formal wear, okay. my not so formal wear, yeah. and an extra pair of shoes just in case uh, it all matches. Because <sighs> I, I got to look good in situations like this. I got to say, Dave, though, a single man carrying a duffel bag through an airport is just, uh, is your nickname random bag check at the airport? Yeah. <laughs> But at least I don't <laughs> have a cavity search. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least I don't have a name that's suspicious. So I'm okay there. No, you. Well, they can't profile me, I don't think. I Unless mean, you no, had yeah. Sloppy Nuts Hornblower on your license, <laughs> then, they, then that would raise some red flags. Haven't changed the name legally yet, yeah, but I thinking th about it. I think I saw you in Plymouth Plantation a few weeks ago. <laughs> 644 with back. Steve and Dave got some Mass Clown nominees. Excuse me, Mass Hat nominees coming up next. Talk 102. Highs are about uh, 75 to 80 today and only a 15% chance of rain. Uh, Tommy Crosby joining us after 8 o'clock from the Springfield Thunderbirds. It is a uh, Thunderbird Thursday, although we're not giving anything away today. Ah. We do have Tommy Cross on the phone after 8. All right. It's uh, 6.52 with the back Stephen Dave. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Yeah, just just dripping in, dripping into the mass hat. There you go. The mass. I think that's called mass juice. Maybe. Go ahead. All right. Sir Paul McCartney is the mass hat today. He recently played a gig at Fenway, and in a recent interview with GQ, he shared a touching story, but not that kind of touching story. A story about touching himself, apparently pleasuring himself. Okay. With John Lennon at a party. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. And he shared the story again? Yes, with GQ. And he got into some more details this time around. He says, what it was, we were over at John's house, and it was just a group of us. Who is that? And instead of just getting roaring drunk and partying, we're all just in these chairs, and the lights were out. And then somebody starts pleasuring himself, mm. according to Sir Paul McCartney. And so we all did, he said. We were just like, Bridget Bardot, ooh, Bridget Bardot. And then he says, we'd thrash about a bit more. Thra that's, that's, that's his word, apparently. That's when he whipped that Maxwell silver hammer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he said, I think it was John who then yelled out, Winston Churchill. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And that did it, huh? These that's, were, yeah, well, that's some really sexy talk they got going yeah, on. Yeah, right? I mean, I, who would... How... I, I can't even imagine. I wouldn't even want another guy near me or even... Like, I, I don't get the whole idea well, well those a, those british folk are uh, yeah somewhat well uh, weird I'm, is that what it is yeah, well I you think, it think about it yeah think about it here for a second right they're the beatles mm -hmm. okay they're being chased down all over the place 
They're always staying in the same hotels, mm-hmm. real close quarters. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have a whole lot of money in their pockets at this point in their careers. They're right. just they're just trying to get through their day. Sometimes you just get bored and one of you gets a notion. Doesn't mean that uh, there's anything wrong with that. It's just a couple of dudes doing what they do, a certain biological function together. I, I'm a big fan of the New York Post headlines, you know, the front page, you know, when they come up with those quirky little sure. lines and mm-hmm. stuff. Right. And I remember when this story act- came, first came out mm-hmm. it was a couple of years ago. Yep. It wasn't, uh, he's just redoing it again for this GQ magazine. Yeah. But the New York Post had beat the Meatles <laughs> was the headline. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah, it'd be great to be a writer for the New York Post. <laughs> oh, absolutely. He went to the Post to write a gem. Yeah. Beat the Meatles. <laughs> <laughs> and McCartney and Lennon were involved, obviously, but I don't see anything about Ringo. Ringo's not doing that. Hey, guys, look it over here. I've got my... F- <laughs> Forget it, I can't. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm shaking hands with the unemployed. <laughs> I'm feeding baloney to the Smurfs. Oh, God. <laughs> Hard to picture the whole thing. 655 with back Steve and Dave. Uh, next hour, we got Tommy Cross on a Thunderbird Thursday. Coming up straight ahead, we've got the 102 Second Sports on Rock 102. And I've got all the winners and losers from the Westminster Dog Show. I know you can't wait, right? All right. It's 656 on Rock 102. Max's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, if there is one thing that I am staunchly against, it would be having criminals enter my house and steal my stuff. I have very strict feelings against that sort of thing. I especially don't like the idea of unlawful individuals stealing my stuff while I'm at home. To me, that only takes a not only takes a great deal of nerve, I also find it to be inconsiderate. And yet, that is exactly what happened to the family of former eight-time NBA All-Star Vince Carter over the weekend. According to reports, Vince Carter's wife was asleep along with her two sons on Sunday night at 11.50 p.m. They suddenly heard some dirtbags enter their Atlanta-area home after smashing through a window. Mrs. Carter and the children, startled by the situation, hid in a closet and called 911 while their valuable possessions were being stolen. And although nobody was hurt, thank goodness, this gutless rat bastard drove away from the scene after having lifted a few various items and $100,000 in cash. Police say they discovered two pistols and approximately $16,000 of the cash just outside the house. It should also be pointed out that Vince Carter's house is loaded with an elaborate security system that includes 16 different cameras. Police say they also have plenty of fingerprint evidence that this guy left behind at the scene of the crime. Clearly, this would be a frightening situation for any family. Having a guy with a couple of guns steal your stuff, that's scary business. And yet, I cannot help but wonder why anybody, even a future Hall of Famer like Vince Carter, would have $100,000 of cash in his house. You know how much money I have in the house? Six. Not six grand. Not six hundred. I've got six dollars in my house. If I had $100,000 in cash, I probably wouldn't be leaving it on the coffee table or by the sink. I'd probably have it in a bank, hopefully in an interest-bearing account. But of course, I don't have $100,000 in cash, making it very hard to pass judgment as to why you wouldn't have it in the bank, because that would be victim shaming, and I prefer not to do that, because money can be replaced. Family members hiding in a closet cannot. 
But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The Craftsman 16-gallon wet-dry vac is 100 bucks at Rocky's with your Ace Rewards card. So is the Craftsman 6-gallon pancake air compressor. Tons of tool deals going on right now at Rocky's. Check them out on the flyer, which you'll find in the store, on the app, or at rockies.com. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's just about 7-Eleven and Stevie Nicks. And Tom Petty on Rock 102. It is uh, It is going to be, uh, I will tell you here in just a second, uh, what the weather forecast is going to be like. going to be uh, mostly sunny with a high of 76 today. Tomorrow, sunny. A mix of sunny clouds, actually, with a high of 82. It is 60 right now in downtown Springfield. Real quick, I just wanted to uh, mention that uh, we were talking about the baggage before, your, your, your duffel bag you take. Yeah, because I don't want to check anything in. Right, but I said... Uh, I said before I found that out, I said, Did, what do you do with your bag uh, to make it stand out from all the others right. while you're going on the bar- baggage carousel? Right. And this guy writes in and he says, I usually tie a yellow ribbon around the old baggage. And I said, you know, I, I once found a tree where I uh, stole a thousand of those yellow ribbons. Hmm. And really? this guy, Tony, got so pissed off. <laughs> so pissed Did off. Did you do it at dawn? She wasn't there. Really? Yeah. Did she he left because there was guy, no ribbons on the tree. Wow. Didn't that guy Tony normally hang out with two women? I guess. Was there two women on there? Uh, Joyce and uh, uh, Thelma or Thelma? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought it was just Joyce. No, there were there were two women in yeah. Dawn. Oh, I guess I didn't realize that. Yes, yes, well, yes. Uh, Thelma Hopkins and uh, Joyce Tump something something. I, I guess I I guess I didn't know my uh, my Tony Orlando and Dawn lineup. Jeez, <laughs> yeah, uh, of all the things that I forgot good or luck, didn't know. Good luck writing trivia on Dixie Cups. I there, know. Pal. Well, I, can't I know. Do it. Not going to happen. But something like Tony Orlando is something that all Americans should know. And we should also know about Carly and Mercedes. They've been dating for two years. Two chicks. No. And they just found out they're related. But they're still dating. All righty then. Yeah, the pair, they also have an OnlyFans account with the handle at not your average sisters with a Z. And I guess that means they are. Well, Mercedes is is, is a, like a female name, yeah. typically. Mercedes yeah. and what? what was Carly. With Those an, sound with, like two women. With, with an EY at the now, end. Now, there's anything wrong with that, by the way. Just just saying is all. Well, they did find out that they recently discovered they have the same father. But they're dating anyway. They look alike. Do they? They look exactly alike. Go Google uh, Carly and Mercedes and you'll see these, the these clip, two girls. The clip of them has been viewed like six million times on TikTok. They have 500,000 followers desperately urging them to get a DNA test. Yeah, dude. No, they're definitely sisters. Look at yeah. them. They they're, look exactly alike. They look alike. like twins. Well, one of their questions that they put out there to all their followers, should we take a DNA test? And everybody's saying, yes. And then they say, if we're actually related, is it wrong to stay together? Is it as bad if it's two women versus a guy and a girl? I don't. I don't, I don't, think, it, it, I don't it, think it makes it, any it, difference it, at all. It, it, it's siblings. Like you it, don't do that. Even if they're half siblings, that's mm. just it's the you're coming from the same dad. Yeah. <laughs> See, you're an only child, right? Yes. Like once uh, your parents had you, yes. they figured <laughs> let's not make that same mistake twice. Although, but 
my dad did remarry, yep. and I have three half-sisters from his second marriage. All right, well, then there you go. Yep. In any situation at all, mm-hmm. somehow, accidentally, would you find yourself dating any of them? No. See? It's the same thing. It has nothing to do with with their gender, gender. Or, or anything else. That You are still biologically in some way your dna is intertwined mm. thanks to uh, to your old man right so it- the answer is no they should not keep dating they can still be friends still be pals but i think it's time to start seeing other people outside the family well they won't be procreating together if they continue it means nothing it means nothing it doesn't make a difference Although- you can have a man and a woman not procreate either True. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be uh, you know, propagating the species. Right, because I guess that could be their excuse if it was opposite genders. Well, we're not going to procreate, so that makes it okay. No, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's it, in fact, it's just way too creepy. Mm-hmm. Did you, uh, do you have more about this? No. About, okay, so no. I, I just have something over here, because they did a follow-up video, and it says, in a follow-up video, Carly and Mercedes confirmed that they did order DNA tests and are waiting for them to arrive. And they're also asking the real question, if we kiss before the test, is that going to affect the results? Come on. Since the test uses a saliva swab uh, as samples. Come on. They really asked that? I can't stress the imp- enough the importance of science <laughs> and people learning how to mm-hmm. uh, comprehend how things work. And when you take those DNA tests, you're not supposed to have anything for, I think it's like a half an hour, and you're not even supposed to have water or Mm. anything like that in order to get a proper test done. It's This kind of reminds me of that, you know, they're still in high school thinking... uh, did you ever have that urban legend when you were in school when you, you, you do the swab on your cheek and you put it in the Petri dish and then you had to see uh, what, what grew on it? Yeah. Did you ever do that? I think we did. There was a rumor going around uh, that uh, some girl from, I think it was West Genesee High School, Dave. Yes. I think that's because it, it was never the school you went to. It, it was, was always, always the one across the road. Somebody right. else's school. Right. That uh, a girl did this in her biology class and uh, found that there was uh, some sort of um, manly uh, leftovers. Some, some manly her, shrapnel? In her cheek. Mm. Uh, in her cheek sample. Please. And, Please. Uh, what, <laughs> Urban legend, though, right? Like of course said, it is. Yes. Dude, mm. guess what? There was this chick, and she went down on the gym teacher, and then she had to go into biology class and swab her cheek? And they found out that way. <laughs> like, really? They found out that way. That's the kind of that's the kind of mentality that these kids have. That, yeah. like, oh, if we kiss, do you think we're going to screw up the test? You know, I, I'm I'm looking at the video of uh, of these two uh, women interacting. Mm-hmm. They not only look alike. If you notice, they both have a mole on their neck. It's like they're twins. It it, it, it literally looks like they're identical twins. It's uh, it's crazy. They it's um, yeah, it's yeah, unbelievable. So you, even on that level, there's some creepiness in this relationship, right? Without even knowing that uh, that they're sisters or half sisters, you you don't even need to. I would never want to be with someone who looks exactly like me, no. for a lot of reasons. Yeah, <laughs> but 
even if uh, even if that were a possibility I, I, I first of all i would not be attracted to a woman who looks just like me and then secondly even if i were attracted to men i wouldn't want another man that looks just like me that's just yeah that's all my own my own self-loathing working against me do you ever upload your picture to that website that turns you into a woman shows you what you would look like if you were the opposite sex uh, oh no, yeah but i yeah. bet you have no i haven't <laughs> i did i've seen I, it did you oh yeah, yeah i've done that before yeah i actually make a very good looking woman thank I you bet very you much. do yeah <laughs> okay with with facial hair <laughs> well just like a russian i i guess I do, do russians have that much facial well hair? some of the ones who throw shot for, in wow. the olympics i think yes yeah. i don't know about that i think that's just the steroids working maybe uh I, I dated a girl in high school, and then uh, we broke up, and then she started dating her cousin, which was really weird. But uh, it was upstate yeah. New York. That kind of thing happened all the time. Sure. Yeah. 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 Rural, yeah. rural, uh, rural Finger Lake region. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny you say that. <laughs> well, the Finger Lakes? <laughs> the Finger yeah. Lakes. Yeah. Uh, back in that area of the country where I was from as uh -huh. well before I came here, Oswego County uh -huh. is the capital in the United States for... Uh, what do you call it? Family members, uh, you know, uh, getting together. There's I a, see. Yes. Yes. Right. In inbreeding. I, inbreeding. Yeah. Oswego County. Look it up. Uh, we don't have a whole county of that. We just have Thorndike and Palmer. <laughs> That those, whole area. Those are unfounded rumors, Steve. Yeah. We don't have any statistics saying, that bear that bear that out. But uh, yeah, these two should not be together. They All should right. not. Yeah, no. I would agree. It's seven twenty. Two Springfield's classic rock. It's seven twenty-five, and the Who with back Stephen Dave and Rock one hundred two. It is uh, going to be uh, fairly nice today. Mix of sun and clouds with a high of seventy-six, and tomorrow same with a high of eighty-two. It's sixty right now in downtown Springfield. So the, uh, the first uh, fundraising benefit for the uh, Andy Palliative Care uh, Unit Mercy uh, Medical Center is happening uh, next Wednesday, the 29th, the Center Square Grill. Uh, it's a great cause, a great uh, event. They're looking to do something very, very cool and very, very much needed at Mercy. If you want to go, uh, go to give.mercycares.com slash NDE palliative care unit. And uh, it should be a good time at Center Square Grill next Wednesday night. Is there tic the, tickets these, for it or something? Or yeah, you can. Uh, it, well, I mean, they're looking for donations, basically. Right. But I didn't know if they were selling tickets. Is that I think if you go to that website, it'll uh, direct you to, yeah, uh, to where you need to go. But. Either way, uh, it's a it's a much needed uh, unit at, uh, at at Mercy. Let's hope to see you there on Wednesday. Night. And with uh, Phil Collins cooking, there's no jacket required. It's a uh, Bill Collins and, and not uh, and not Phil Collins. But no, I don't believe there's a, a jacket requirement. No, no. When we were talking about the couple that needed the DNA test, there, Steve said science is so important. Well, here's some gross science for you. Apparently, mites. Had sex on your face while you slept last night. Mites mm -hmm. on my face. Yep. Science. At least somebody's having sex in my bedroom. At least. <laughs> I guess you could look at it that way. The tiny eight-legged creatures, according to research from the University of Reading, are on all of our faces while we sleep. And they have bizarre mating habits. They cling on to our hair as they copulate. Yeah, Jesus. They say it's the bug world's version of, quote, swinging from the chandeliers. Well, yeah, I don't have any hair, so where do the... Well, you got some on your face. Well, where do the... Do they go on the face then, yes. too? Yes, yes. That's, that's the whole point. That's where they are. It says here... <laughs> you 
You can say I that. Can, I'm not going to say that. Can I say it? <sighs> you tell the story, right? And I think something in my head. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm too classy to do that. But I could show Steve. Bug cocky. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah, there about. You that's go. There you go. That's yeah. it. I came up with that, but I didn't say it. Uh, the numbers of mites mating on our face while we sleep peaks in adults as our pores grow bigger. Because that's, that's a ah, good one. Yeah. Mites. How yeah. am I supposed to go to sleep tonight? <laughs> yeah. Thinking about what's going on in my face while, I, while, I'm, while I'm snoozing. I think oh. you just kind of ruined it for everybody. God. No kidding. It's Where? a night of nightmares. <laughs> Wearing a mask. We got news next on Rock 102. The Free Music Friday Concert Series returns. 730. We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Mention Rock 102 and save $2,500 off the cost of labor during Yankee Homes. Thank you, America sale going on now through July 4th. Call Yankee Home and mention Rock 102 all month long. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. 22 News saying that uh, Massachusetts RMV made a big announcement this week that online payments will be unavailable to you this week. The announcement that online transactions would be unavailable, just a temporary deal. Starting yesterday at 11 p.m., all online transactions unavailable. It's due to, quote, planned maintenance within the Executive Office of Technology Services and their security systems at the Massachusetts RMV. Well, this is strange. They've never had problems with that system before. No, God, no fine upstanding folks over at the RMV. Well, it's just a, another reason to go in person and enjoy the RMV. Now, there's no well, enjoying the <laughs> RMV. Uh, I, you know, they have corralled those appointments. To, you know, they, they've made it a system. I, New York State did it years ago, mm -hmm. and then they finally caught up to it only a couple of years ago of uh, doing that whole number system thing mm -hmm. where – you get a number based on what you're what you're waiting for. So right. not everybody's going to a teller for everything. It's like registrations are at this window and uh, licenses are at this window. So at least it spreads it out, and then you're getting a number so you can at least sit down and not stand in line all damn day. I told you a couple of years ago when my uh, daughter Liza was getting her uh, her license. Oh, I heard this, and I also heard the backlash from the people that work at the RMV because you were poo pooing all over them. I would not is not poo pooing the guy that was behind Window Sixteen. That guy was nothing but cool. <laughs> was it definitely Window Sixteen? It was definitely Window wow. Sixteen. But the uh, the woman, the uh, the gatekeeper, uh, who uh, gave us all the hassle mm -hmm. and hassle it were. Uh, Wait, I thought Vince Clortho was the gatekeeper. This woman was about the same uh, level okay. as Vince Clortho. Anyway, uh, I lost my train of thought. Nevertheless, <laughs> it was a horrible experience, which is why I warned my children. I warned Liza before going in that you will that inside you will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy as you will in the Massachusetts Registry of Motor Vehicles. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. I was right. And even as we were driving all over the place to get a, a proof of residency that was better than the four forms of proof of residency that she presented, as she read from their own website, they, uh, they it still wasn't quite good enough. Well, and she proved my point, and she said, Dad, you are absolutely correct. Thank God I don't have to deal with the Massachusetts RMV since I'm a Connecticut resident in Enfield. Mm. I, I have wonderful experiences. <laughs> 
at the Department of Motor Vehicles uh, down there. Yeah, I don't need you to be throwing that kind of stuff in my face. Let me just tell you, Ma- the Massachusetts RMV is a miserable place with miserable people, except for that guy in Windows 16. All right. That guy was A-OK in my book. By the way, the online payments to the Massachusetts RMV should be available to you once again as of this morning. So good luck if you're dealing with payments online. Springfield students looking to break away from academics this summer and nourish their creative side, go on field trips and have a safe space to be themselves, can enroll in the Springfield Pride Parade organization's free six-week summer program. Any Springfield public school student in grades 6 to 12 can enroll in the Safe Space Free Summer Program. The program located on the campus of Springfield College. It'll take place July 11th all the way through August 19th. Free food will be part of the deal for students enrolled in the program. Space is limited. In case you're interested, you might want to register your kids. That's cool. Just like we, you know, we talked about uh, with uh, Wesley Jackson a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. from uh, the South End Community Center. A lot of great stuff going on for kids this summer. Right. A lot of really cool things. Here's an interesting one from Southwick. They're discussing whether Airbnbs should be available in Southwick. You know, the rental properties that average mm-hmm. folks put up there on the web for people yeah. to use? Right. They're not sure that they should exist in Southwick. The residents of Southwick have been asked to respond to a survey as to whether or not they think Airbnbs should exist or should be banned in the town. So 149 respondents to the survey. And this is interesting. When they were asked about the impact of these rentals on their neighborhoods, 32 people said those rentals had a positive impact. 16 said they had a positive and negative impact. 20 said they had a negative impact. And 16% said they had no impact at all. This is the interesting part. About two-thirds of those surveyed said they weren't even aware of any short-term rental properties in their neighborhood. Does well, it matter? They probably wouldn't be. But right? you got the Congamon Lakes there. How would you not know that mm-hmm. all the most, I would think most of those places are either rented yep. or I, I would, maybe they're owned, all of them, but there's got to be at least, at least, at least a few of them that are that are rentals. Well, they have to be owned to become Airbnb That's, rentals. But, and th- but and I'm most, just I'm oh, just saying, like yeah. you know, yeah. owner occupied. Yes. Means. So there's not. Yeah. There's there has to be so many more rentals. Most out there of them are lake. in the Congaman Lake area, Southwick. Yeah. You're right. I don't. I don't. I don't see where it would be that big of a deal to allow Airbnb uh, properties in your town. Well, I guess it depends on who you're letting into your rental property there and how good the screening process is. Well, I mean, apart from the lakes, I mean, how many are they expecting to have? I don't know. More than 10? Depends on how 20. But but again, look at all those those cottages and stuff that are on those lakes Mm -hmm. that I would imagine that, yeah, they're probably worried about this influx of touristy whatever, but... Mm -hmm. You can't tell me that all those people that live on that lake are not renting. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't see the issue. But then again, what do I know? Got a new issue for Longmeadow residents. You know, we talked about the, the trash issues and how that's causing problems. We talked about the pipeline issue well, and how the, that's the, causing the, problems. The trash issue is East Longmeadow, right? I was going to be East Longmeadow, right? And uh, <laughs> good pronunciation, Longmeadow, yeah. right? And then you know, Longmeadow's got the problem with the gas line, right? Well, now, according to 22 News, a black bear in Longmeadow, seen earlier this week and photographed by David Deshays, a resident of Longmeadow. 
You can see the pictures on 22 News' website. The bear just roaming the streets of Longmeadow and heading into a neighbor's yard. Very unusual for a community like Longmeadow to have a black bear wandering around the neighborhood. I don't think it's that unusual. It's a bear. Like, they and, live and, in the woods. And, like, part, and part of the town abuts Forest Park. Yeah. So I w- you would have... And Longmeadow is a, you know has enough wooded area yeah. that uh, these animals can live in. I mean, you're not. It's not like you're going to see like a black bear walking to the Starbucks at the uh, the Longmeadow shops ordering a latte. <laughs> That's probably not going to happen. Uh, but mocha chai latte, maybe. Skin, skinny latte. He's got a he's got a <laughs> got a weight problem. Weight. Yeah. That's right. And you got a Fisher cat in Belchertown. Kelly Sullivan was attacked by one. And she's been in and out of the hospital for the last week after the incident occurred in her own driveway. Fisher cat grabbing onto her leg, digging Jesus. in. She's had numerous scans, hospital visits, antibiotic treatments, and more. Fisher cat, Fisher cat, where have you been? I've been to Belgertown to cause some chaos and eat a woman. You know, those are uh, vicious, yeah. awful, miserable animals. Like badgers or different? No, they're, I mean, they're, they are, they're about the size of a medium-sized dog. Mm. Um, but they are the, I believe, they are the only predator of porcupines. So you think about how badass you got to be to go chasing after porcupines and eating their little bodies. Mm-hmm. Think about how badass you got to be to do that. Sure. Yeah, you, you don't want to... You don't want to screw around with a Fisher cat. We'll hear from the victim, Kelly Sullivan, coming up in about 10 minutes and now hear this. Her story that she told to Western Mass News with some interesting details. Uh, Meantime, apparently there's a situation in Washington, D.C. that caught our eye. Uh, Susan Hykus thought she parked on Calvert Street Northwest in D.C. with her residential parking permit. She left her 1999 Jeep parked on the street the end of February. And a few weeks ago, she sent a friend to check on the vehicle, and it wasn't there. Again, she left the Jeep February <laughs> February, and just checked recently, and it's not there, and she's upset. Um, I'm sorry. What did you think would happen <laughs> if you left your car on the side of the street in Washington, D.C. for three months? <laughs> She had to go to the DMV's website, and then she found then that her Jeep had been towed. Oh, no. According How to the, awful. The Washington, D.C. Department of Public Works. They told a news station in D.C. they towed the Jeep because there was a marathon race going on. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> There's stuff going on on these streets. Like, why would you think that it would be okay to leave a vehicle there? Is this in the city? Yes. It's actually in Washington? Yes. All right. You know what? This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard because- Honestly, there are, you know, there are meter maids and police that check these things. And if a car hasn't been moved in months, it's going to get towed. Bingo. And before it was towed, they even issued five tickets over a two-week period as a sort of warning to the woman who owns the Jeep. Yeah. Do, they, do they use the boot in uh, in Washington? I don't I, know. I don't know if they still use those anymore. Yeah. Um, but uh, the other part of the story was that, you know, I feel bad for her. You know, she had to go take care of a family member and stuff. But, right. okay, there's lots of people who do that, that have to, uh, hardships. Make an arrangement for a friend to go pick the car up and at least move it to a different spot. I don't understand. And then now she's saying, well, I don't have the money to 
to get another car. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I really don't have a lot of sympathy <laughs> here for this woman because you it you, was February. Yes. It wasn't like two weeks ago right. when they destroyed your vehicle. They gave ample warning. You make arrangements. This is yeah. that's as simple as that. You know what else happens in DC? Because my folks lived there for like twenty five years, so mm-hmm. I used to visit DC all the time. They lived in the suburbs. You go to DC to go to dinner. There's a nice area called Adams Morgan mm-hmm. with all sorts of cool avant-garde restaurants. And you go to park your car on the street, and some homeless guy will come up to you and say, uh, I'll watch your car for you while you're inside the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, can kind of holds his hands out with the money thing. Right. I'll watch your car for you. I'll make sure your car's okay while you're inside the restaurant. So you're kind of... <laughs> Being held up in a way seems seems reasonable. Yeah, seems like a reasonable expense. Yeah, I mean, so that happened all the time in DC. We ended up not going downtown DC anymore to have meals. Crazy. So, so lots of stuff happens in downtown Washington DC, even well, though the you, capital of our government is right nearby. You never trusted these people, right? What well, no. You want to go park? You don't want to? I mean, what? You're going to pay them ten bucks and then trust that they're going to watch your car? What else does he have to offer? I mean, is he is he looking to? Will he clean the car? Will he detail it while, yeah, you, while you're 50, away? Yeah, if he gave him fifty bucks, would he uh, get some Armor All wipes and wipe down the interior and uh, maybe maybe, va- maybe vacuum out and maybe uh, you wash the, uh, the the pads? We'll do a, an air compressor and blow out the the crumbs uh, sure. that are in between the seats. Yeah, or he's just going to take the fifty and go down to the next sucker willing to pay him money. Park down the street and pull the same thing with him. I remember being in uh, New Orleans and the, the, the guys, they come up to you on Bourbon Street. Everybody's looking for a buck down there. Yep. But they're all trying to do it creatively. And uh, this was apparently this was an old one. This is the first time I, I heard of it. He's like, this guy comes up and he goes, uh, if you give me a dollar, I can tell you where you got your shoes. And I'm like, really? Mm, okay. That, shoes. Sounds, that right. sounds like a good hook. And I said, uh, all right, here's your dollar. And he goes, you got him on Bourbon Street, boy. Because oh! <laughs> he was standing yeah. at Bourbon Street. I got it. It That's sounded like he knew that I bought them from Buster Brown's, but he didn't. No. Yeah. Buster <laughs> Brown's telling business. <laughs> Maybe. 744 with back Steve and Dave. Coming up next and now hear this, the woman from Belchertown, in her own words, about the Fisher Cat attack. Also, the latest single from Ozzy Osbourne, a sneak peek at that, and Steve-O from Jackass. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 751. And Boston with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It is uh, going to be a pretty nice day today. Mix of sun and clouds with a high of 76. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 82. And then a heat wave coming in uh, Saturday and Sunday. Highs in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit too, too hot for stuff. I'm going to be hotter when I'm in Florida. Uh, hey, listen, if you missed any part of the Back Stephen Dave Show, check out the daily podcast available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and on rock102.com. Also, check out Backstreet's musical podcast. My guest this week is uh, Malchus Spiegel from the band Minimal Compact, a band that was uh, that came out of Israel back in the early 80s. Really cool band. Never got a chance to uh, perform in this country due to visa issues, but she's been recording ever since, and she's got a brand new album out called Gliding and Hiding. It's a really, really cool interview, and you can check that out today. And on Monday, I'll be uh, posting an interview with Buzz Osborne from the Melvins, which is also very, very cool. And again, all available on rock102.com. 752 with back Steve and Dave. Now hear this. Now hear this. I'm sorry to hear that. Redneck noise, dude. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. 
now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Cut number one from Kelly Sullivan of Belchertown. We mentioned it during news a few minutes ago. She told Western Mass News about how she was attacked by a fisher cat. I looked down and I at first just thought it was a regular cat, but it was way bigger and missing fur. Came out, just grabbed onto me and did not want to let go. Yeah, at one point I started slamming my car door on its head to try to get its release. I can't walk still. It's very painful. It swells. I It's hot to touch. She may need the foot amputated. Ugh. According to her primary yeah, physician. These are these are uh, these are bad animals. They are they are vicious. What's new, fish? I can't. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's new? <laughs> The, the fisher cabine. cat, fisher cat, I've got flowers and lots of hours to spend with you. You got a Broadway show on your hands. <laughs> I do. Yeah. So go and powder your cute little fisher cat nose. Oh my God. Uh, part of the weasel family, it says here, according to Wikipedia. The big ass weasel. Yeah. Fisher cat, fisher cat, I love you. Yes, I do. You and your Fisher cat nose. You only could dance like uh, Tom Jones. What's new, Fisher cat? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's new? <laughs> if you think you've seen one, by the way, you should scare it or intimidate it with loud noises, bright lights, or water. Or says, run away. Yeah, or run away. You ever, yeah. ever hear one of these things in the wild? No. It's They literally sound like a crying baby. Do you encounter them when you guys go up to Vermont? Because they they're are down, in the northern They're, they're down here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have one in the woods over here. Do you? Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, according to Massachusetts Fish and Wildlife, the problems are rare. And usually attacks occur on birds, rabbits, and house cats only. But not in this case. So we wish Kelly Sullivan well in her recovery. Fisher cat, fisher cat, you're delicious. And if my wishes can all come true, I'll soon be kissing your sweet little face. Fisher cat lips. <laughs> Don't kiss the Don't fisher kiss cat. the fisher cat. <laughs> yes. Clip number two. Steve-O from Jackass responding to the question as to whether or not Jackass had a negative impact on children. In the beginning of Jackass, we were genuinely worth vilifying. When Jackass came out, little kids were showing up in hospitals all over the country and maybe the world because they saw us doing this crazy and they wanted to do it themselves. At that time, you could point to us as being a very bad influence, but I think over the years, now that there's so much YouTube ridiculousness, so much, it's just like, it's not our fault anymore. He sounds like a 48-year-old smoking female, by the way. His voice, very disturbing. Um, that may have something to do with the fact that his lungs are probably burned with crack. Mm. That usually happens. Do you watch any of those shows, by the way? Do you watch Ridiculousness? I can't watch them. I, it's to me. It's yeah, no, if it's if it's on, if we're you know skipping through channels and it's on, we'll watch it. I mean, I used to watch Jackass, Jackass when it first came out, mm -hmm. and of course, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a savage. I laughed my ass off on that show. Uh, MTV plays nothing but ridiculousness. That's yeah. like the only show that they have. That and that Teen Mom. The only they have left. Yeah. yeah. yeah they, and that Teen Mom show, is is it like 32 and grandmother now instead of 16 <laughs> and pregnant? 
And, and speaking of ridiculousness, the host of that show, Rob Deerdeck, is that his name? Yeah. He's got to be like a millionaire by now. They're showing so much of it, like Steve said there. And then <laughs> who's the like the giggle girl? Is it Chantel or something like that? The the blonde chick on that show? Um, I, I don't. I, 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 yeah, all I, I, she I, does I, is laugh, and she's probably making millions already. I don't know. I mean, I've, I've, I, I couldn't tell you uh, the whole background of it. I mean, I watched the videos that mm-hmm. uh, that he plays, and you know, there some of them are hilarious. But uh, I don't. Uh, I haven't really learned the cast yet. Clip number three: Ozzy Osbourne recovering from surgery and ready to have his new single drop tomorrow. The new single featuring Jeff Beck helping him out, and we've got a little. Teaser from the trailer of Patient Number Nine. Here you go from Ozzy. Is there a way out of it? Hey, I love you, baby. Oh, excuse me. Would you tell me how to get out of here? We assume there's some singing at some point during Patient Number Nine. <laughs> you have to assume that at some point Jeff Beck starts playing his guitar, right? That's all he released, and you can hear the full patient number nine tomorrow. All right. I can't wait. I don't think I'm buying. 7.57 on a Thunderbird Thursday. Tommy Cross, the defenseman, joining us next hour in the 102-second sports next on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.11, and Ozzy with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Yeah, this is a... New single debuts tomorrow. Uh, Did you ever see another man <clears throat> drag another man to a penalty box? Uh, yeah, I probably have. I witnessed that last night. Did you really? Good for you, Tom. Tommy Good Cross for you. from the Springfield Thunderbirds on the phones. Good morning, Tommy. How you been? <laughs> morning, guys. I'm doing well, thanks. Well, uh, how did that come about? Did you just say I'm just I'm just gonna do this? I'm just gonna drag him right to the box? <laughs> no, no, it just kind of happened. There was a whistle, and a couple other guys were involved in a scrum, and I looked, and um, their captain's one of the, he's uh, he's probably gonna win the league MVP, and uh, he's a he's a top player in this league, and him and I kind of got paired off, and he actually gave me a little nudge, which I wasn't expecting, so that kind of gave me the green light to grab him. So <laughs> they sent us each to the box, which. Not a bad trade-off for our team. Um, I figured I'd help him uh, find his way there. <laughs> well, that was very kind of you, because I'm sure he would never have found it without you. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Sometimes guys aren't as bright as they look. <laughs> In hockey? In I, hockey, I find really, that hard to imagine, really. <laughs> now, uh, Tom, uh, you know, Chicago appears to be really skilled and fast, and they camp out of the goal mouth and seem to have a really effective power play. Are you? Uh, what's the solution to this now? What the hell is this? Another quite a synopsis. Yeah, Thank you no, very yeah. much. I've been following you very, very closely. I'd be scared, Tom. Yeah. They, um, well, obviously, they got a good team, and they're playing, they're playing at the top of their game right now, which, you know, I mean, the same can be said for us. we got a good team. Otherwise, we wouldn't be in the finals. So, um, they've they've done some good stuff. They've they've got some high end players, um, but the way the way we look at it is, you know, the the games where we, you know, specifically games two and three, um, you know, the chances that they've scored on, we've we've, um, you know, not not that we've given them those goals, but they've, you know, they're things that we could control, whether it's positioning or puck play um, or you know battle level. So it's all stuff you could control, and they're certainly a good team, and they're doing a lot of good things out there. But we think. Uh, 
we think we can clean some things up and then um, and then try to you know put some more pressure on them in some hard areas of the ice. Not to uh, you know not to be critical of any uh, of anybody on the team, but Chicago scored a lot of goals in this series already. You're only three games in. I mean, there was four nothing last night, six to two in game two, and uh, and five four in uh, in game one, the, the game that you guys uh, won in overtime. Are are you concerned at all about? I mean, they just they just got better shot selection, or is there something going on with the uh, with uh, with our goalies here? No, definitely not. That's that's uh, the goaltending. Definitely is not a concern for us. Um, that's probably the least of our concerns, to be honest. I mean, if you look last night, um, you know the first goal they got was a power play goal. The second goal was you know a, a turnover and then and then a cross ice pass that um, Charlie had actually made an unbelievable save on a similar play not not too long before, and then the third goal was kind of a neutral zone you know they got some speed coming through the neutral zone it was a great shot so no goaltending certainly isn't an issue um, we've got total total confidence in both our guys that I mean they've been doing it all year for us so um, we're we're more focused on on our play in front of them and. You know, yeah, we gave up three and then an empty netter, but, you know, we didn't score any. So we're focused on, you know, on trying to find the back of the net ourselves and then cleaning up our mistakes because uh, we know if it's, you know, if it's a perimeter shot, our goalers are going to save it. Talking to Tommy Cross, defenseman from the Springfield Thunderbirds here on Rock 102. So down 2-1 in the series, games four and five tomorrow and Saturday at the Mass Mutual Center. And what do you do with regard to mixing rest versus a lot of practice and work what's the schedule until those games yeah yeah that's a good question uh right now this time of year it's a lot more it's heavily favored towards the rest um you know we'll go in today and um we'll have an optional skate so guys that feel that they got to get out there and get some touches or flush their legs you know they can do that but um you know majority of guys will get in there and get some treatment um get a light recovery workout and uh do some active recovery and some hot tub, cold tub, um, all that type of stuff. And then, uh, we, like I said, we'll have our meetings. We'll watch some video and kind of flush last night and then turn the page towards tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So um, we're in the bit of a routine of it. You know, we've been doing, it seems like playoffs has been going on for quite a while now. So um, we're in the routine. We know what we have to do to be ready to play tomorrow. And the series are, you know, it's ups and downs, back and forth. And, you know, they've got us twice in a row here. But the way I see it, we still got two games at home to um you know, to get a win or two and extend the series and, and put some, put the pressure back on them. So it's an exciting time. Obviously, we, we were pretty fired up last night. The crowd was incredible. We had a good start, um, and, and we know that it, it'll be the same uh, tomorrow night, so we're fired up. I want to ask you about that, Tommy, because last week we kind of touched on it, and uh, Nate Costa was here yesterday, and we talked to him a little bit at, at length, more at length about it. Chicago plays at an arena uh, that is, well, you're playing in front of 11,000 empty seats. Uh, in Chicago, and that's and the and the Wolves, you know, draw in a city of almost nine million people. They draw about the same number as you you guys do during the uh, the regular season. But yet, you know, when you're playing in, in in your home on your home ice, and you've got a packed crowd screaming and yelling for you, there's just got to be a different buzz going into the Mass Mutual Center than there is in Chicago, where you're playing to of an arena that's one third full. I mean, I, I, I have to believe that does, that has to affect you psychologically when you're playing. Yeah. I mean, it just adds to the environment. And, and when you think back on these games, you remember, you know, obviously the the parts of the game, but you remember, 
you know, the national anthem and how loud the crowd got and kind of the feelings that, you you know, the goosebumps that you had right before puck drop. And uh, that was all there last night. It was it was incredible. It was pretty special. I had uh, a bunch of my college teammates actually came to the game, and um, some of them have been to games uh, in Springfield before. One of them lives in Springfield. And, uh, you know, they were all just saying, like, this this was the best atmosphere they've ever seen at the Thunderdome. And um, and it's true. And, and you know, Chicago's arena was uh, – you know they had they had a good number of fans and and uh, they've got a good following and game two specifically they started to get into it but uh, last night was certainly the best environment you know we've played in and and uh, the fans were incredible and I mean I'm not surprised we've had unbelievable fan support all season long so uh, for it to be the Calder Cup Finals you know that's kind of what we uh, we're hoping for and the fans they didn't disappoint at all. Steve was in the wrong seat. For yeah, a, I was, for a little bit last night. I went to the wrong seat, and then uh, which was good because I sat next to this guy who was drunk and smelled like weed. Uh, it was much, much more refreshing, uh, and I actually had better seats than where I was, which it, was weird. It probably still yeah. smelled better than the locker room. Though. So, you know, it, just to to get into some of the you know the little kind of logistics of of what you go through during a game. How do you not get distracted by? All of the things that are going on on that scoreboard and and uh, Pat Kelly, for God's sakes, uh, sp- uh, giving birthday shout-outs. Do you just tune all that out because and, and, you're you're so focused on the game? Because we have no problem tuning out Pat Kelly. I just want to know what you we want to know what you think. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what? To be honest, it's uh, I think and for me, um, when you step out on that ice, you're you know you're being challenged, and there's a uh, there's a, you know, you can be exposed, and there's a level, of, there's a level of focus and uh, intensity that you have to have every time you step out on the ice, just because, you know, that's kind of the exhilarating part of our sport. That's the, you know, that's the feeling that guys kind of miss when they when they retire. From what I hear, is just that that feeling of going head to head with an opponent. Um, so with that kind of looming over you your focus is definitely pretty high so you're you're not paying attention to other stuff you're more worried about like hey i'm going out there and i can either i can either win this shift or lose this shift so um you you hear certain things like the the fans and the crowd and um but for the most part the the stuff on the video board or other things like other things like that you're not too concerned with and i wish i was there to show you show you to your seat like i did the guy to the penalty box <laughs> oh yeah hey you dragged me right up the stairs i like it hey uh tommy you and a lot of us thought tampa bay would win the stanley cup they're down 3-1 now to the avalanche and uh, colorado can close it out at home tomorrow night what do you think yeah that's been i mean what a great what a great scenario just with those two teams going head to head the superstars in that series it's been unfortunate that uh, Braden Point hasn't been able to play because, you know, he's one of the one of the league's best. But the other guys are just the level of play that they're at is is so high. Um, I, I watched some of the highlights from last night's game. It sounded like Tampa played a pretty good game, but uh, I got to look at that overtime goal that they were talking about with Kadri and too many men on the ice and whatnot. But uh, I don't know. I wouldn't count Tampa out. Um, okay. I mean, they're two-time champs for a reason, but. Mm-hmm. I always like when the team wins on home ice. So if Colorado can close them out and celebrate with their fans, I'm sure that would be pretty cool. Game four tomorrow night in Springfield, seven oh five is when things start. Uh, Tommy, best of luck this weekend. You guys, uh, you guys got to start pulling things together. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's the plan. So thank you guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely, Tommy Cross from the Springfield Thunderbirds. <laughs>
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 827 and Van Halen with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. You ever heard the knocked out version of that with just the vocals and no music with David Lee Roth? Oh, it's great. I've heard, what did I just hear? Uh, I don't know if you played it for me or somebody else played it for me. It, it was a, it was a, a, a mash, not even a mashup, but it was a, uh, it was all David Lee Roth singing, but not saying words. It was all the woos and wows. Yes. And all, it's, that's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. That it's was fantastic. Go search it up if you want. It was crazy. You but, know, one of the uh, coolest uh, non-instrumental things was the, I found it, it was, uh, <clears throat> I found it, some classic rock website was, was featuring it. It was a YouTube video of Freddie Mercury singing Somebody to Love yep. with no no other vocals except his yeah. mm-hmm. and how amazing his voice was yep. and how he could you know be so diverse in his his pitches and his there's it's crazy there's a lot of great stuff on youtube it's out there where you hear you hear it you, you musically and you hear it and you just go that how how is this not considered to be the greatest thing ever recorded like the the there are some vocal vocal tracks of the Beach Boys from the Pet Sounds album, mm-hmm. yep. where all the music's been isolated out and it's just their vocals, and it's like holy cow, that's unbelievable how they were able to harmonize so perfectly that you kind of don't really appreciate it until it's been pulled out of the the final mixes of that music unbelievable stuff i i didn't really start appreciating music until i was about 17 years old when you know i liked music and i liked you know different things but i i didn't really appreciate instruments and things like we never really had any of that growing up you know nobody played an instrument uh in in my family right Mm -hmm. uh i took this class at minichalk high school and i've mentioned this before it was history of popular music and it was one of the coolest classes I have ever taken, even mm-hmm. throughout my college years, because this instructor made you break down all of the different instruments. You know, it's 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 about it's a matter of focusing on. You can hear the song as a whole, but you can also just focus in on the drums, focus in on you know the guitar, and just go back and keep listening to different songs, and yeah. you can see how. You know something that might seem so just poppy or, or just uh, you know just kind of something that you would take for so, granted as right. just being another pop song. When right. you break it down, you realize well, what into, went into those songs. They're amazing. Yeah, and there was this. There was a podcast out, and I think it was a radio show out in L.A. They used to do these things. They used to break down these songs, and they did Led Zeppelin. Um, oh, the John Bonham. Yeah. Uh, whole, whole lot of love. Whole lot of love. And they isolated the... I don't know how they do that. How do they isolate the track? Do they, well, they must, have master tapes They might have access to the masters and they can pull that thing out, but you can hear John Bonham grunting as he's drumming and it's he, so freaking yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Actually did find a little bit of this from David Lee Roth from that last tune we heard. And I think this is just... Oh! Oh, yes! Boozy, boozy, bop, zitty, bop. <laughs> yeah, but I've, I mean, I've heard yeah. all those things, and they're all very, very cool. And, you know, although David Lee Roth does seem kind of like a clown when you isolate him alone. Yeah, well, he's making a comeback, supposedly, too. It's 831. News is next on Rock 102.
The Free Music Friday Concert Series returns to MGM Springfield tomorrow night. Through September 2nd, local bands playing on MGM's Plaza in Springfield South End every Friday night from 7.30 to 9. Featuring bands like Trailer Trash and Unforgettable Fire, Aquanet, Back in Black, and many more. Go to mgmspringfield.com slash entertainment to check out the full lineup. Also, White Line Brewing will be down there and local food trucks like Hot Oven Cookies, North Elm Butcher Block, La Mesa, Sun Kim Bop, and Holy Okamas. Tomorrow night, it's classic R&B, funk, and reggae from La Mix. Go see live music under the stars tomorrow night only at MGM Springfield, your entertainment destination. Winesick Nursery is your local go-to garden center. We've been around since 1954 and we're as local as it gets with 80 acres of homegrown trees, shrubs, plants, flowers, and a retail store. Winesick Nursery wants to be the one you turn to for growing advice, to help you find the perfect tree for that special spot, to be there when you need annuals, flowers, perennials, organic vegetables and herbs for your garden. Winesick Nursery is your best source for soil and for bulk mulch and compost delivered to your driveway. Winesick Nursery is your retail store with garden necessities and gifts like houseplants, tropical plants, and pottery. We can recommend the best seed and fertilizer for your lawn and show you beautiful shrubs and flowering trees. We are the go-to garden center for experienced gardeners. For those who are not, Winesick Nursery, Route 9 in Hadley, and at winesicknursery.com. Hi, I'm Phil, store director at Table & Vine, and being locally owned makes us proud. Being named the number one wine, beer, and liquor store in the Advocates Best of the Valley Readers Poll and the number one package store in the Republicans Reader Rave survey makes us even prouder. We support New England brewers, vintners, and distillers, and we proudly support many from right here in Western Mass. Our experts are always ready to help you make the perfect choice every time. Visit Table and Vine on Riverdale Street in West Springfield and see what hometown proud is all about. When you need a lawyer, you need protection, discretion, and results. Which is why you called attorney Robert A. Ferris in Northampton. No matter the situation, domestic violence, restraining orders, OUI, possession charges, you're safe and in good hands with attorney Robert A. Ferris. 413-695-4051. Wendy's new Strawberry Frosty is here. So check your watch. Is it Frosty time yet? It might also say Rich Creamy Treat time, depending on what kind of watch you have. When it's Frosty time, choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new Strawberry Frosty. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. 834. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by uh, the Boston Symphony Orchestra. Black Crows, live at Tanglewood, June 29th. Right now, buy one ticket. Get a second one free on select tickets. Get your tickets today at tanglewood.org. Here's Dave Coombs with the news. After an investigation that lasted several months, the Springfield Police Department finally got their man, Alexander Santiago. He's 22, facing several charges. He was arrested during a traffic stop near the intersection of Hancock and State Streets. Mm -hmm. And Springfield Police spokesperson Ryan Wall saying that detectives recovered a large capacity firearm loaded with 17 rounds of ammunition. Also, approximately 100 bags of heroin with a possible mixture of fentanyl. Also, seven oxycodone pills, more than 12 grams of cocaine, a loose round of ammo, and more than $1,000 in cash. So as just as they were about to stop singing Where in the World is Alexander Santiago, <laughs> they find him right there in the street. How about that? How about that? Yep. So he's been charged with the intent to distribute all that stuff I mentioned, and carrying a firearm without a license. He's fighting that one. Yeah, 22 years old. 
It's a very busy bee when you think about uh, sure. a youngster like that. Hey, emergency crews called to the Roderick Ireland courthouse a suspicious package yesterday morning around 1030. Mass State Police were there. They put the package through an x-ray machine and it showed the package was empty. And crews were able to clear the scene. Operations returning to normal at the courthouse a short time later. Um, I was downtown Springfield years ago. Probably about 10 years ago. It was for some event that we had uh, going on here. I think it was some kind of <clears throat> community business event or something. It was downtown in the, right. in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go down there. They have a couple of vendors around and things like that. And I see this weird-ass looking package on the ground. It's, it's, a, it's a white box with a bunch of duct tape wrapped around it and right. two pipes sticking out of either side. Hmm. That seems a little suspicious. Was it ticking? Uh, no, it was not ticking, uh, but uh, I said to the three vendors that were in that area, mm-hmm. uh, does this belong to you guys? Because it could have been some sort of piece of equipment that sure. I didn't know, but it also looked pretty damn shady. Yep. And they said, no, nothing to do with it. So I uh, I alerted the police, and then they had this thing where they you know they came and did the same thing. I don't know if they did the bomb thing, that little robot thing. No, they didn't do that. Yeah. But I don't even think they put a suit on. I think they just wanted to go check it out. Then they asked the same vendors I asked, "Does anybody uh, own this thing?" And the guy goes. Yeah, that's ours. That's our electric uh, ah. thing. And I'm like, well, why did he tell you? I don't know. Maybe he didn't understand what I was talking about after I pointed it to him. Mm. But uh, they take that stuff seriously down there. Yeah. Well, I think you got to, especially when you're talking about down by the courthouse when everyone knows that thing needs to be tear- torn down. Mm. Well, if you see something, say something. Yeah, well, anything outside of the Roderick Courthouse is still less of a threat than what's going on mm. inside the Roderick Island Courthouse. Right. They need x-ray machines for that. Sure, you could get blown up out here, yeah. but uh, come on in and get all kinds of health problems. <laughs> Got problems in Longmeadow with a black bear roaming neighborhoods there and problems with a fisher cat attacking people in Belchertown. Kelly Sullivan telling Western Mass News that she was attacked by a fisher cat who grabbed onto her left leg and attacked her while she was in the driveway of her home. She may need to have the foot amputated. Those are nasty animals, man. They yep. are. You, you, do, you do not want to mess with a fisher cat. Part I mean, of- it's okay to mess around with a house cat, but a fisher cat, that, that thing will rip your face off. Part of the weasel yeah. family. I don't like weasels. Oh, the bear. That's not really that dangerous. Well, you know, it's uh, it's funny. It's like you, you hear about bears in the area, mm-hmm. but, you know, you don't see a, like a whole bunch of them. Like 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 in Vermont where, where where we stay, there's a neighbor across the street that feeds the bears. Yes, that's wrong. You shouldn't do that. The bears are fat and happy over that neighborhood. What is he feeding them? Well, you know, uh, I don't know. Picnic uh, basket. Picnic baskets, mm-hmm. uh, sandwiches, uh, maybe a potato salad. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think the rangers pudding like cups. That. I don't know, but the ranger might not like that. Hey, we may have uh, new self-storage units coming to Westfield. There's a developer on North Road. They're a step closer to building one of those self-storage businesses near Armbrook. The Westfield Planning Board approving the site plan. At first, they were worried that people might be storing hazardous materials and things like that, but the board gave them assurances that that would not happen. And so it looks like it's going to go through. 
the self-storage facility. Uh, it's going to be four climate-controlled buildings, 16,000 square feet, 13,000 square feet, 5,000 and 5,000 for a 19-and-a-half-acre parcel west of Southampton Road. My crazy, or is that a lot of storage? That's a lot of storage. You know, and every time I think about a storage unit story, I think about that creepy scene in Silence of the Lambs where Clarice has to jimmy up the door of the thing, and she goes inside, and there's all sorts of weird stuff like eyeballs and heads and things like that inside the car. Was that uh, Storage Wars I saw that on? (laughs) Could be. I don't know. You know... Different show. And by the way, those those uh, those shows are, are bullcrap, too. The, they put things in those storage units when those guys find, oh, look, I found a treasure in here. Are mm. you telling me that the uh, self-storage industry is not that interesting? Yeah, it really isn't. Hmm. And uh, having known somebody that worked uh, for one of those storage units uh, in Massachusetts, uh, she said uh, they, they, it's mostly crap. Mm-hmm. Anybody, if there's anything valuable in there, most of the people will take the valuable things out before abandoning the storage area. And it basically, you're just buying trash when they have those auction things. And it's nothing like they show those auctions on TV around here anyway. Yeah. I keep, uh, every time I think about self storage, I keep thinking about that one in Breaking Bad, you know, where like Bill Burr and that mm-hmm. other guy, you know, wind up, you know, you know, rolling around that big giant stack of cash. Yeah. That's what I would do. If I had a storage unit filled with money, I'd just lie on it all day long. Get a nice rest, nap on it, use use a stack of 50s as a pillow. Like a Scrooge McDuck jumping into his pile of money. That's what I would do. Yeah. Massachusetts-based W.B. Mason, the office supply company that started in Brockton in 1898, they won a lawsuit against Dairy Queen. A four-year legal battle. It was a dispute over W.B. Mason's use of the word blizzard on its water bottles. You can't... Uh, th- so they... What happened? So they, they won. They won against Dairy Queen, tried to sue them. Oh, you can't use blizzard on your water bottles. We own that. It's, it's our ice cream concoction. It's a blizzard. And district court judge agreed with W.B. Mason saying, you can't try... That's ridiculous. It's two different items. And so W.B. Mason beats Dairy Queen on the word blizzard. Did they have the name blizzard trademarked? No. Well, then they have no right to, they have no uh, leg to stand on then. Well, actually, you're talking about Dairy Queen? Did they have a trademark? Well, they had a trademark, but for ice cream, not for the use of the word on a water bottle. You can't just have, you know, domain over one word for everything, you know. And so that's what the judge said. Ruled in favor of the Brockton Mass office supply company congratulations to them all right and also congratulations to the fashion brand dior they're selling a gardening kit for eighty seven hundred dollars with seems the, reasonable with the dior gardening kit you get a stool and it comes in black or white whose stool doesn't say <laughs> we'll give you a sample yeah <laughs> you also get a small shovel and a hand rake that's it. That's all you get? $8,700 for that gardening kit <sighs> from Dior. That's why you could save so much money if you just went to Rocky's Ace Hardware. Yes. Good people. Rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware location. Similar products like at Rocky's sell for like 48 bucks.
probably less than that if you got your Rockies Ace Rewards card. <laughs> Check out the flyer, either online, on the app, or on your computer. It's 843 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Hi, I'm Mike Moriarty of Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 851. And Bon Jovi with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. We're going to have highs in the high 70s today, low 80s tomorrow, then Saturday and Sunday, low 90s. You know, we did that story about that lady that was attacked by the Fisher Cat. Yes. Up in, uh, was it Belchertown? Yes. Yes, Western Mass News actually broke that story. Ke- Kelly Sullivan's her name. She's still having all sorts of health issues. I wasn't going to necessarily uh, tell this story um, because, you know, I just, uh, you know, it's a little personal. But I'm going to bring it up because here we are talking about a savage animal attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, situation happened last night to my wife. And this is a scary confrontation between her and the wild. Okay, mm-hmm. she was uh, visiting friends uh, late yesterday, and uh, and came home like around uh, eight fifteen at night. Now at eight o'clock, I'm usually in bed, right? Maybe not falling asleep, but I was in bed, and uh, I hear her opening up uh, the garage door. So I think, okay, well she's home. As I hear the garage door open, I hear a screech of fear. That can only come from my wife. She's a very mm-hmm. distinctive uh, yell of fear. Uh-huh. Not necessarily a fearful woman, but when it comes to uh, facing an animal attack or uh, or whatever. Fisher yeah. cat, bear, mm-hmm. what do you got? No. None of, none of those things. Last night, she opened up the garage door and was met face to face with a savage, bloodthirsty snake mm. in our garage. Oh, boy boy a snake i don't know if it was poisonous i don't know i couldn't tell you a garter snake one of those uh... will you stop for just a moment and listen to the story i'm about to tell you i uh as a uh, as a man in the house realize i only have one choice and that mm-hmm. is to save the damsel in distress right i'm in bed in bed i throw open the covers and there i am quickly charging downstairs into the garage in my underpants and i say there's only one thing that that uh, that i can do here and that is whatever animal lies between me and that garage door something's gonna give now remember a couple years ago during uh, the halloween celebration at the rumble seat i was dressed up as the pope yeah okay i had that pope costume but what i also had right there by the door is the pope's staff I I, I, oh. I I built a, a big staff. Yeah, 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 yeah. A scepter. A scepter, yes. you could say. Well, I burst the door open, and there's my wife trembling in fear. <laughs> Facing this snake. It's probably, I don't know, an anaconda, a boa constrictor, sure. whatever, whatever the hell it was. Yes. Well, I took that staff, the scepter, mm-hmm. if you will, of the Pope, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I bravely, courageously pushed that snake out of the way with wow. all my might. Okay. And it kind of slithered back in, and then I pushed it even harder. Well, he kept going after me, and he kept going after the uh, the scepter, like, well, I won't be, I will not be uh, beaten. So then uh, I then uh, aggressively pushed the snake out of the way. The snake goes flying. My wife was able to come into the home. We closed the garage door. And who is the hero of the night? This guy. Were you rewarded? 
<clears throat> I went really actually went right back to bed. But I think <laughs> yeah. you, you all after all is said and done, I think there should be some sort of reward mm-hmm. for my efforts that sure. may come later today. Okay. Unbelievable. A hell of a story, don't you think? We'll back you up. Yeah. Yeah. Great. You should have seen the size like, of this uh, thing. Yeah. Like St. Patrick chasing the snakes out of Ireland. That's exactly what chasing I was doing. Chasing them out of Hamden. Yeah, I was not going to be I was not going uh, to be uh, beaten in this in this face-to-face conflict with nature. And then uh, after the snake left, uh, your wife looked around and realized, hey, the snake took the trash out and did all these things. Bring that snake back in here. No, the snake didn't take the trash out. You should have seen the size of the thing. It was yeah. enormous. How, how big? Five or six inches, Woo. and it was, you could just tell that if it connected with uh, with human flesh, God knows what might have happened. A baby python, maybe. I don't know, but either way, mm-hmm. man, yeah, I don't like snakes, mm-hmm. and I was able to courageously get past my fears and save my wife's life. Congratulations. You're Thank a you. hero. Yeah. You're damn right I'm a hero. You're damn right. I don't like spiders and snakes. And anyone it takes to say I love you, though. I can't remember the rest of the lyrics. That's all you. That's all you really. I don't like bodies and I just know that part. But that's just yeah. really what it takes to love me. Yeah. So anyway, I thought I would share that. I mean, uh, obviously, this woman in Belchertown didn't have well, a, a husband. Yes. With a uh, with a papal staff or scepter to beat back <laughs> the Fisher cat. I mean, had I been there, I might have been able to intervene, but uh, uh, we, yeah, that was not to be. We've had our fair share of snakes in this building. And uh, yeah, they're called salespeople oh, or management. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we've had our fair share. I haven't seen one in a while. Uh, but there was one time where there was one right out in the middle of the hallway, and then there was a girl working down the hall, and she didn't want to touch it. Uh, the other guy that was here didn't want to touch it. I didn't want to touch it. You know, so I wasn't going to touch it. We put a uh, a waste basket and put it over the top of it, mm-hmm. upside down. Mm-hmm. And uh, three more men arrived at the building after 8.30 or so, and nobody wanted to touch it. Mm-hmm. And then Jerry Todd comes in. Mm-hmm. Jerry Todd comes in, and we're like, Jerry Todd, there's a snake in the basement. And he uh, he just walks up like a badass Chuck Norris, flips that trash can over, takes the trash can, picks up the snake, puts it in the trash can, and walks upstairs nice. and throws it outside. Nice. Yeah. He's he's my inspiration. Yeah, yeah. You know, when, and, I, when, uh, I, when I think of confronting nature mm-hmm. in a fearless way, I immediately think of Jerry Todd. It just goes to show you how many bitches actually work here at Rock 102. <laughs> There's quite a few of them. Quite a few. I think you ought to post a picture of you holding the scepter and put it up on Facebook. I, I, listen, I, I don't want to. I don't want to necessarily make everything about me today. <laughs> I'm just saying that you know, when push comes to shove mm-hmm. and a damsel in distress, is only one hero. It's the 55-year-old man in his underpants in the garage door pushing a snake with a stick. This thing's like 30 feet long, right? Oh, easily. I mean, it's probably more like five or six. Fangs. But as far for the... Huh? Fangs. Oh, of course. Blood rattle. Thir- rattle. Yeah. Yeah, big copper head yeah. with a rattle. Mm, sure. And then, it, it, then as, as it's being <laughs> charmed by my staff, all of a sudden these things out of his neck come out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. Unbelievable. It's one hell of a snake. Beetlejuice. It's 859 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. <laughs> 